0: everyone this is the 17th episode of the pedal podcast and this week i had the privilege to have the amazing human ashraf zadeh with me who's um, a really really interesting character and uh, he has been um, kind enough to let us know about how to open a pedal center in the middle of london because he is the owner and the mastermind behind Padium which is um the newest amazing pedal center in the middle of london in canary wharf and about his background he's swedish iranian um he was brought up in helsingborg sweden which he said that he uh, that is the swedish capital of pedal which is almost like bristol in the uk and um he just figured this out that he wants to do something with paddle a few years ago he was already a successful entrepreneur with the um, urban greens healthy food restaurant chain which has three restaurants in um, london and one of them is in uh, canary wharf he has a financial background, um, as a lot of people in London have, and um, he just decided that he, uh, what he learned all the vital skills in urban green, and um, how to deal with customers and and how to satisfy all their needs. He just decided that he can actually represent uh, Paddle in the highest. Uh, potential way um he reached out to um a lot of different um sponsors and and um for example is one of the main equipment sponsors of patium their court bookings are live now so they're planning on opening at the end the last week of august beginning of september and um It is a little bit shorter of an episode because obviously he has a lot to do at the moment. So please um, do have a listen and also just uh, enjoy. And if there's anything which you would like us to know or or any feedback, please um, just don't hesitate and reach out. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is another episode of the Pedal Podcast and this is the 17th we are already at the 17th and i've got the pleasure and honor to have human ashraf zadek with me hopefully i pronounced it well i was trying to pronounce it quite a few times for myself that i'm not gonna get it wrong so hopefully i got it uh, right this time and uh, human is um, the owner of patium which is a really 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 exciting project i, I cannot emphasize it enough and it's just great that london will have finally a great battle court in the middle of london and to be fair canary war for me is really close to my heart so human thank you very much for accepting my invite how are you doing
1: hi Dennis. thank you so much and well done with the pronunciation that was uh that was not bad
0: <laughs> i'm doing <laughs> okay, very I'll, well thank I'll you i'll take I'm that <laughs> So yeah, let's let's just get into it. So basically, you know, I I um I did this podcast in the first place to to get all the um all the really interesting people around uh, the pedal world and and I mean I think your project has been the biggest buzz in the last year and even even with saying this uh, that I'm in Bristol and which is now the hub of Pedal with with the uh, Weir Paddle with uh, Rocket Paddle with Surge with the uh, Paddle for All we still feel the buzz and excitement over London. So how did you actually get into Paddle?
1: Thanks. Uh, glad to hear that there is a buzz around uh, this project. It's, it's great to hear. Uh, how I got into Paddle? So if I go back in time, I, I, I'm originally Iranian, but I grew up in Sweden since uh, the age of two. Um, so everyone knows Paddle was has been uh, crazy, uh, booming in Sweden. And I think, uh, you know, I've lived in London for the larger part of my adult life but on my trips back home visiting family I think six seven years ago uh, my brother and his friends were playing and they invited me for a game paddle and I think I instantly fell in love with it I really really enjoyed it and I felt like wow I've discovered something uh, pretty unique here in terms of why have I ever seen this before Uh, coming back to London though I, I still had my excitement and I so told all my friends I said Oh, I've discovered the sport, let's go and buy some paddle rackets and we're gonna play. And then, you know, it came to my surprise that back then there were no courts. So uh that's when the journey
0: basically started. But yeah, that's how I got into paddle. So which, which city are you from originally in Sweden?
1: I'm from the uh I'm from Helsingborg, which is considered the mecca
0: of paddle in, in, in Sweden. Oh, is it? I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't Yeah, so
1: we have some of the best players in Sweden as well from Helsingborg, and we have quite a few clubs and back then when when we're talking five six years ago, it was it was already quite you know you had lots of different clouds. It was a good way of getting exposure from them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and all these uh, all these Swedish providers uh, like uh, we all know that We Paddle is in in Sweden as well as Rocket as well, um, and and they have Swedish owners and uh, and now they're they're trying to see maybe some of the mistakes they did in Sweden and they're trying to to make them right in in the UK the UK is a as as I've heard it it's a lot harder um, territory to actually start pedal off because of of the um, processes what you have to go through so it is harder and and obviously it's more expensive as well maybe to to build a court, but it's great to see that you've got that such a prime location and it's quite funny because Obviously, you know, and everyone knows that Tom Murray had um, a court in Canary Wharf, uh, but just that somehow never really kicked off. So uh, there was already a court in Canary Wharf, but you know, nothing compared to what Paddyum will be. How did the the name came about?
1: So the name, uh, good good question. Uh, so I the vision of of uh, Paddyum from the very beginning was I wanted to do something quite unique and elevate the sport, also from a branding point of view. So I appointed a, a, an amazing uh, branding company called Poppins here, based in London. And what my brief to them was: look, I want to have a, a company name, a brand name that does not include the name Paddle, but I still want it to be reflecting of Paddle. And they there, I can't, I can't, can't give them enough uh, kudos for this. Uh, they're, they're really good. Uh, they made the entire branding, and they came up with uh, a few example, a few different options, and one of them was Paddy, which is a Play on the words paddle and stadium, but you can also throw in podium in there. And it's one of those things, is it padium or is it padium? I mean, I pronounce it padium. Uh, some people say padium. And I, I, I love that. It, it's instantly stuck with me that, oh, this is the name. And it actually, uh, you know, no one else, it doesn't mean anything. There's nothing related to in the name paddle. So I was like, this is the one. We're going for it.
0: Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it and to be fair it's something which really stays with you as you said it as well and I have to say that uh uh you know I'm b- buzzing I'm I'm so sad about I I cannot make the opening weekend because I'm going to be away I'm going to be in in central europe so uh so it, it's it's such a shame I'm I'm from Hungary originally and I'm and I'm flying home for a few weeks and we're going to croatia as well so so it, it's just such a shame but I'm I'm hoping that I will be able to see it soon because uh um, yeah, I, I know that there has been some a little bit of delays because I know that you wanted to open a little bit earlier because, you know, now the buzz is there and you want to open as soon as you can. And obviously, it's, it's a big investment and everything. So you want to get that get going, really. So so I can definitely see that. So what is your background then? So how? One thing is that now it's sort of a passion thing that you you opened a, a, or you're opening a Petal Center, but what what is your background and how did Canary Wharf come up and, and, and what was the thought process behind all this?
1: Okay, so but my background is actually, I, I studied finance, I went down the corporate route, I worked in finance and management consultancy for many years, but around five, six years ago, I, I put my uh, suit and tie on the side, I left my corporate career and I started my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, starting a diff- another company uh, with two two of my very good friends. Uh, it's a business called Urban Green, so I'm the co-founder of that. It's a healthy fast food business. Um, we make the best salads you can find in London, I would say. Uh, and uh, that was my first initial shift into from corporate into entrepreneurial life. And we launched our first restaurant in 2019 uh, in July, so shortly before the pandemic. So learned a lot from that uh, learned everything from how to build a brand how to build a, a team how to create a culture and all those building blocks of what makes a business good uh, we managed to do fairly well and grew the business today we have three restaurants uh so so i i i always knew i wanted to do my own thing and, and i had a passion for food back then and i also saw a gap in the market um coming from uh, Scandinavia and my two business partners, they're from uh, England, South Africa and, and and Greece. We all put our minds together and that's when Urban Greens came together. Similar thought process uh, to, to Urban Greens was applied when I, when I looked at paddle. I, I, I looked at Sweden and I said, this is an amazing sport and then lived in London for so long. And to me, it was surprising because UK is such a big nation when it comes to racket sports. Uh, And I I, I guess I could just foresee that in future, it would be popular. So that's when the seed was grown uh, and and I started looking into it more and more seriously. And initially I, you know, I I made a business plan uh, in Excel uh, and the first, I think this was three, three and a half years ago when I uh, got all excited about this opportunity and I went around to, to friends and contacts and and said, look, I'm looking to do a new project. I'm looking to raise some money. Uh, but back then, no one knew what paddle was. So there was very little interest. I mean, no one was really taking me seriously. And then uh, fast forward to, um, I think, what, two and a half years ago, something like that. Um, it all became a lot more serious when I managed to get Martin Lawrence to, to believe in the project and also commit to, he basically over dinner said, look, if you're looking to do paddle, he loves paddle and he plays five, six times a week. And then he uh, over dinner, we were discussing this and I said, Oh, by the way, I am looking to do something in London because we have no ports. And to him, it was equally as surprising as to me as why we had so few ports. And then uh, we basically uh, verbally agreed. We said, let's do, let's do something in partnership. And then that's when the, you know, I, I put more emphasis on this and more efforts into it. And did canary wharf come into the uh, situation so one of my uh, restaurants is actually in canary wharf so i already had some ties with with them uh, and they knew me as a tenant they know that you know uh, i i run an operation and, and and then when i presented them with the vision of padium and which was quite elevated in terms of the experience not just some paddle courts but everything around it like you know nice facilities nice changing rooms towel service a nice retail area um, um, a, a social area, so we're building a mezzanine floor so you can uh, hang out before and after the game. Uh, so, so, putting all of that together, um, they they were also very aligned with what my vision was. And of course, Canary Wharf is the ultimate partner for me to to build uh, uh, the the paddle club. So they were uh, aligned, um, and they knew exactly where we were uh, or what
0: we were going to build with this. So that was that was a key. I guess one of the key things in, in this buildup. And um I I am really intrigued to, to know that what are the steps to so obviously you find a sponsor, um, or I mean you, you you find you find someone who's who's more than willing to invest in the whole thing. And how what are the steps to go through to actually build a pedal court? So and and in London in particular, because Canary Wharf is such a unique scene as well, like um, I used to live in East London, and whenever I went there, you felt a little bit of New York all of a sudden because obviously of the skyscrapers, but the whole atmosphere is great. You've got the O2 quite nearby as well. so so the whole whole place is a fairly new London, but in the meantime, it already has a bit of a vibe. so but that's about Canary Wharf. So how what are the steps to actually build up a pedal court or a pedal center?
1: A paddle Club, well, <clears throat> it all starts with your business plan, I would say, first and foremost. Everything starts with an Excel spreadsheet. Um, numbers need to make sense. You need to understand your investments and all that stuff. But let's say you have all of that in, in order. So the next thing is uh, you need to find the land. And, and, and in central London, that's difficult. We don't have that kind of land available uh, easily. And if it is available, it's very expensive. So you also need to have a landlord that understands what you're bringing to the table. It's not purely, we're going to make the most money out of this. No, this is going to add something to the environment. This is going to make people really happy. It's going to bring the community together. And that that needs to be one of the elements of landlord needs to understand that and be on your side. So once you have... Once you have your business plan, once you have your uh, uh, property uh, arranged, the next big obstacle, and I think this is the, one of the biggest issues we've discussed this, you've discussed this on the podcast, it's the planning permissions and getting those over the line. It's um, it's it's a long and slow and also expensive process uh, that takes very, very long time. So um, that's probably one of the reasons I would say that we don't have that many courts in UK and London. Uh, hopefully things will change, and I think... One of the the things with Paddle will be that we can educate uh, and involve various different councils to come and see the benefits of Paddle and what it does to communities. And hopefully this will then open up more doors and make things easier going forward. But once you have the planning permission as well, then you start the build. And I can only judge from the one we're building right now uh, because that's the only experience I have. And that's been a very complicated project because what we're actually building on is is a site that was meant to be for a, for a skyscraper, but in a post-pandemic world where there's a, not so much of a need of offices, uh, we we, we ba- basically Wharf had to rethink what do you do with that area. So th- what we're actually building on is a 15-meter deep hole, which is filled with scaffolds. And we had to have lots of engineers working on this, making sure that, you know, how do we strengthen the scaffolds so that it, it holds the weight, and how do we create this canopy so it, it's stable and all that kind of stuff? So that was months and months of planning, and then uh, and then after that you, you you build, and you need to have a very good team. So I've been I've been very lucky to be working with some of the best in the industry, uh, Paddle Tech, for example. they they've been amazing. Ocattent have been helping me with the with the uh, canopy structure. And I have a really good fit out team, same guys that I've been I've been working with in the past for the restaurants, and a really good project manager. So all in all, that's I would say those are the steps. And then an emotional roller coaster following that with all kinds of you know uh, frustrations and 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 pain and and, and some excitement of course as well as you see things uh, growing. It, it's it's amazing, but at the same time it's it's been tough. Uh, it's been long as well.
0: Yeah, I bet uh, it's look any any business is is really hard to build up and and if if something is we're still at that stage with paddle, and that's that's an interesting one that you know if anyone tries it they just get hooked because it's such a fun thing but in the meantime uh, we just had it um i had one of my ex uh, classmates with me uh last week in the podcast and um and he's so we we were just saying that we're avid tennis players. So both of us, we were fairly high high up. I'm I'm a, a two time uh, amateur national champion. He played um, um, quite high level U.S. Uh, college tennis. And um, long story short, we just sort of thought about uh, paddle that this is this is just a pastime next to tennis. So you don't even really want to try it. And I think it's still that burden in the land of Wimbledon, where you're like oh. Uh, So what is this game? What is this, this toy next to tennis? But once you actually get into it, and then you see what the benefits are, and how amazing sport paddle is, everyone is like, okay, this is great. Like everyone wants to get on it. And that's what happened in Sweden, in a way. I think that everyone really wanted to get on it and and everyone wanted to build courts. Everyone wanted to 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 get a racket. Everyone wanted to build a racket from scratch as well, which is quite interesting to see that there's so many paddle brands coming out of nowhere. it's It's crazy to see. But what I also just it's it's um and and now i'm I'm talking about the um, the rackets and and sponsors and and i wanted to actually ask about that is that like how did you come up with the sponsors because if i'm not mistaken Schlesinger and babble are your two main sponsors in terms of uh um rackets and bowls and and gear um how did they come about did you reach out to them they did they reach out to you or how did that happen
1: so we to, to uh, on that point, we actually have three sponsors. Uh, but so when when I had the vision for Padium, I I always thought that I want to have a close collaboration with a few different brands. Uh, first and foremost, uh, a brand for the equipment, and uh, uh, secondly, looking into it for clothing, we looked up. Okay, we want to have something that is. Um, again, uh, I use the word aligned a few times, but aligned with our brand and our visions and values and and, and what we're creating. And then also um, a third opportunity in terms of what are we gonna fill our fridge with in terms of sports drink. So when it came to the uh, sponsor for the um, uh, equipment, we, yes, we reached out to the different brands and uh, most of them, most of the big brands. And in the beginning, when we reached out to 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 the companies, you know, Palo was still very new in the UK. It wasn't very big, and I think it was before people had realized that this is going to become a big thing. So there was a bit of a mixed uh, interest. Uh, some brands uh, were were not interested. Some brands uh, immediately understood what we we're building, and uh, they they were like, "This is this is a great opportunity." Um, but but um, we then ended up uh, working with. Uh, Uh, And is our main sponsor. So they're actually our main, uh, our only sponsor when it comes to equipment. Uh, First of all, I love their products, uh, very solid products, but also their team has been amazing. And we were, they understood what we were creating and we thought that this could be a really great partnership. So I'm really excited about that. And then for the the clothing and for the drinks, we uh, partnered with uh, Bjorn Borg. Uh, Swedish brand very close to my heart. Love their products, and uh, we when we actually met with them from a branding perspective, we both were like on the first meeting. We thought this would be an amazing partnership. So that's that. And then and uh, Noco or Vitamin Well is also one of our sponsors. So uh, yeah, Slazenger and Wilson will also be uh, sold that uh, in our retail space, but they're not sponsors. Uh, the main sponsor is Bavala.
0: Understood. Understood. Babylon is a really good choice. I have to say. I, I I know the team. Uh, they do an absolutely magnificent job. They have great products. Their communication is, is second to none in the UK. So, so uh, they they are. Uh, what I can say is that, and you know, obviously they have a a flag bearer as as Juan Lebron. Um, I don't know if you follow the uh, WPT and the Premier Paddle, uh, which is pretty much the same thing. But anyway, they just call it differently. Uh, but Juan Lebron is an ex world number one, and and then absolutely brilliant player and a and a a brilliant guy um in general as well so yeah you know all i can say is well done babble is a is a really really good uh, partner to to join up forces with so that's great so do you actually play uh battle because you said that you you were really excited about the whole project and you know obviously you played you play regularly
1: I play, I play, yes, but I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a very advanced player. I'm, a, I would say I'm an advanced beginner. Uh, I started playing in Sweden, but very sporadically, and then coming back to London, you know, when we managed to get courts and on those times when it wasn't raining, so you know, sporadically we've been playing. Uh, as of uh, last month, I've been actually playing at Paddy's outdoor courts, and that's that's been really fun. And uh, you, you, you may have heard we hired um, Jorge Martinez as our head coach, and he's been. I've been having some lessons with him, and I have a, I have an agreement with him. He has six months to turn me into a very advanced player. So, <laughs> as part of our agreement, our contract. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
0: Glock is, is sticking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, brilliant. It's um, as I say, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted the listeners to know a little bit more about the concept and and your short and and long-term plans about Padium as well and and I just wanted to see on uh can you just give a bit of an overview on how many courts you're planning and what because I I do know that uh but I just want you to say it as well as I say to for the listeners because obviously a lot of people are listening from London and now they will have a place where they can play so how many courts you have now you said that you're going to have a retail space I know that you want to build on this healthy uh um, healthy food and drink and and juice bar but how how is the 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 whole paddium mindset
1: sure sure so uh, as, I, as I may I mentioned uh, my vision was to elevate the game of paddle so you know when what when we were actually looking to build this uh, a lot of people were were advising to just go with the bare minimum you know you can have some courts here you will be full anyways whereas i had a different idea i said i want to i want to create something that is um slightly more elevated i wanted uh, to build a bit of a community around it as well so people can come from all you know you can be a beginner you can have never played before uh, or you can be an absolute advanced expert in this field and you would both feel welcome so this space is a um, we're we're creating a we're building a seven indoor courts, a one outdoor court. A club uh, ceiling height has always been quite an important thing for me because, from experience, from Swedish players, when they once they advance and become uh, better players, uh, ceiling height becomes an issue if it's too low. So we really, from the very beginning, made sure that we have a good enough ceiling. So 10.2 meters across all the indoor courts. Um, all courts are panoramic um, and. Uh, we also have a center court, which uh, allows for uh, advanced players to run out uh, in the middle of the match. That was also one thing that really uh, uh, was important to me so we can launch some bigger tournaments. Um, we have an AI camera on that center court as well. That gives you statistics for the advanced players to how to improve their games. Uh, and then the facilities that we have around the courts are we have uh, changing rooms with the towel service, and... Um, we have a retail space where we both are selling uh, the brands that I mentioned, but also we have our own uh, smoothie bar. And uh, we also we will also be selling uh, um, alcoholic drinks for social events. And food will be, you know, uh, one of my restaurants is not far from there. So we're going to be working together with Urban Greens on, on the food side of things. And then there's a mezzanine floor for um Sort of the social aspects of the game so you know you can come with your colleagues or your friends and after before the game you can hang out there's going to be like a living room sort of a uh, vibe with uh, couches and uh, we also have a conference table with a screen if a corporate uh, want to book that and do a meeting before the game we also even added a ping pong table just for fun so so it's a, it's a very welcoming environment um, it's not a. Um, there's no requirement for a membership. It's a pay and play model, so anyone can come. And uh, we're also going to put quite a lot of emphasis on uh, introduction to paddle uh, classes, uh, so so everyone can get involved and really understand the beauty of this game and, and learn and and get involved.
0: Absolutely, and and uh, you're not even planning um, a membership sort of scheme.
1: There is, a, there is an element of a membership as well. And I would say this is for those players that are really keen on getting the best booking time. So, yeah, if you get a membership, uh, you get uh, early access to booking. So you get two weeks uh, early uh, booking rights uh, versus one week if you're a non-member. And it comes with a few other perks as well. But that's, that's uh, the main thing. So if you really want to have that uh, prime time, uh, probably better off getting a membership as well.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense, and um, I wanted to ask about your gear because now I guess you are playing with Babolat, and um, which is your racket? Do you know?
1: My racket is a Technical Viper. I think it's still a bit too advanced for me, but I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning uh, and I'm improving. So
0: it's a, it's a lovely racket.
1: I, I use I, most of their most of their gear, to be honest, and this is the one I've, I've uh, thought I'm going to stick with.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and what I can say is from firsthand, I I do play. Um, I've got two rackets in my bag. One is a technical viper, so uh, so I I do know what what you like in that frame because that's that's a that's a really really amazing one. So also, what I wanted to wanted to ask is is um, is Patium a one off, or you are actually planning different cities around the country, or you're planning more in London, or how does the sort of short to fairly medium term plan look like
1: short term if we were to say from now till the end of the year our focus is going to be to have the club up and running and you know operationally make it really really good so that players who come have the best experience and also a different experience to what they have had until now uh, so building that brand and building that report with with the customers, that's really really key. And one of the one of the things for me is, uh, you know, customer service is really everything. So we've been working very hard with the team to really make sure that we have that building that culture together. So that's really really key. Uh, longer term, uh, adding is absolutely not a one off. We're we're definitely looking to expand. Uh, we're already in talks with other uh, landlords um predominantly focus will be in and around uh, London but um, major cities will also be uh, focus areas uh, going forward um but we want to walk before we run
0: yeah 100 <laughs> this one up
1: and running and and yeah learn from it it's paddle paddle is, uh, is is a new business for me so I think uh it's similar to the restaurant you know it takes a bit of time before you really understand your operations and then once you're uh, once you nail that, You can grow, so that's the
0: the idea. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's still it's still in in their baby steps, to be fair, paddle in general. So it's is it will be great to see what it can evolve into, and and you know what you're doing is is you really uh kick the door open so th- that's why it's quite funny cuz ev- obviously everyone is trying you know everyone is is trying to build like two courts uh in the countryside you know obviously rocket paddle sort of thought in in Bristol okay i'm i'm going to build a massive massive complex uh with 14 courts 12 of them uh, doubles and two uh two singles and and everyone is trying different different schemes or, or different ideas on on what can actually happen and and yeah i mean I, I when again when i've heard about it um that that you were opening in in the middle of london i was just blown away like oh wow okay so this is this is the real deal like that will that will have such a great publicity for for uh paddle in general for uk paddle uh, that it's, it's just great to see that this is happening. This is actually happening, and and you know, well done. I I can just emphasize it that it's it's uh, it's, it's such an exciting project that it's Thank something. So, new. so um, I don't want to be too long, and I and I and I have two more questions which I want to do because obviously I know that you're a really busy man, and and the opening is not too far away. So you you have the last uh, touches on the project which you still have to come up with. Who is Padium for?
1: Patium is for everyone. And by that, I mean, if you start with, as I mentioned, A, those who've never played before but are curious to find out more about it. As I, as I said, it's a, it's a welcoming environment. You know, um, you don't require membership. You can just come up and, and, and join a game. And if you've never played before, if you don't even have anyone to play with, we will have lots of various different sort of social paddle uh, for, for beginners. or so we have intro to paddle uh, sort of packages. Which is uh, suitable for those people in, in a non-intimidating environment. You know, sometimes we, <laughs> if you compare this to some gyms, you go and you get scared because it's like, oh, this is not a place for me. We, we deliberately even designed the place so that it feels very welcoming. So that's that's for those people. B for players who 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 are anything from beginner to super advanced to even professionals. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we have the facilities, we have all the you know really good courts. A great surface great ceiling height all of those things so that even the pros feel like this is a great place for them to, to 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 play and thirdly for those who just want to come and hang out and not even want to play just come and watch a game just join join in and and, and see what paddles is about if you're just curious and and uh, you know come and hang out on our mezzanine floor watch some games and have a smoothie and just relax uh, it's very um, for for us it's been very important we want to build a community and as I also mentioned, uh, you know, getting the councils involved, getting the kids involved. I, I want to create like a meeting spot for people of all different ages and places of where they come from, and uh, we're very excited about that.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that, and and I can totally agree. And and I wanted to give out a shout out, um, give a shout out to uh, Sarah, uh, who's your. Uh, right hand lady i can say that and and i had a really good chat with her and and she's really really important for the project as well and also max who's uh who's the new uh club manager for you guys and i and i think uh you've got a great team and and i wanted to ask about how you selected the team but you know they they sort of speak for themselves if you look at their cv so that was that was a fairly straightforward choice for both of them now you've got your head coach so it's it's absolutely unbelievable the work what you're doing the the mindset what you're doing and and I'm and I'm not biased I, I can just say this because I think what you're doing is is a really really good job and and it's so hard in London it's so hard to paddle it's so hard for different elements that it's it's just great to see that yes you you haven't shied away from it and and it's just it's just really good to see so uh, again I I can just say well done thank so you, last man. question I appreciate it. thank you uh obviously the um the end of the month uh, there will be um the opening weekend on the eighth. Twenty eighth. so that's a that's a week a whole opening week then because the twenty eighth is a monday if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so how how will that look like uh what what are you planning what what are the uh, what are the things what what people have to look out for or you're just going to have like a sort of a uh, a small opening and then just build it up or or how how will that look like
1: so that's exactly two weeks away. Uh, we will, so the first week, the, the intention there is to have a bit of a soft opening. We will be open for, for for bookings from that day. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the bookings of that opens in in a week's time. So on the 21st, people can start booking their their courts. The first week is going to be fairly, uh, I, I think, like a soft opening. That's our plan, but we're still sort of, working out the, the final details of what events are going to take place uh, yeah so soft opening and, and we're expected to be very busy we have already uh got lots of corporate uh, inquiries and even bookings for the month of september so uh really excited to get going um and, and then we will also have our sponsors um uh, uh, present and uh, we're also going to be working together with the paddle school and a few different initiatives as well so it's going to be it's going to be quite a lot of things going on
0: yeah no it's uh, it's it's just uh it's just an exciting time and and um and yeah i i don't want to be cheeky but i would love to see it so
1: <laughs> you're more than welcome to come dennis let me know when you're back from your holidays and, and so and-
0: yeah 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 and and uh, look um it might be a little bit shorter than than usual but i don't want to be a nuisance and i and and as i say we're so close to the opening weekend uh sorry opening week and then then the weekend itself as well is that it would be uh it would be a shame uh for me to to grab you from from everyone else so uh uh, human i really appreciate your time thank you very much for jumping on and uh, and i I hope that i can see you in like three weeks thank you so much
1: for having me dennis and yes you're more than welcome to Ooh, ooh, ooh